You are listening to the Sweet Empowerment Podcast with Kristen Brown. Hey guys, so good to be back with you today. I was at the gym this morning and man, I get so much inspiration when I'm at the gym. I don't know what it's about. Actually, I do kind of think I know what it's about. It's because I am completely out of my thinking mind. I'm so focused on other things and exercising and moving certain body parts and staying in alignment and what my um, heart rate is doing and all those types of things. But also I listen to music and I let my mind wander and sometimes I listen to podcasts from various people. And I take notes. I, I grab my phone and I go into the notes sections and I take notes about future podcast episodes. So today I was thinking, wow, you know, The Five Love Languages is a book by Gary Chapman. And I often ask people that I coach or speak to if they've ever heard of it. And I'm still surprised at how many people have not heard of The Five Love Languages. And if you have, that's fantastic. And I really hope you're implementing that in your life. Because frankly, I mean, this guy is going to get a free plug from me because it's just brilliant. Because so much happens in life where we, or so many problems happen in our relationships where we think our person doesn't love us when in fact they really, really do. They're just doing it their way. And our love languages are not in alignment. So we think the way that they're giving love is not love because that's not what we would do. Fascinating, isn't it? So I'm just going to jump into what the five love languages are. The first one, these aren't in any particular order. The first one is physical touch. Physical touch means we touch people, we pet people, we kiss people, we hug people, we put our arms around people, we put our feet up in our person's lap when we're watching TV, we like sitting next to people. Oh my God, I'm a physical toucher. I mean, I pet people, rub their back. When my hair clients would sit in their chair, I'd play with their hair and rub their shoulders while they were talking to me, you know, telling me what they wanted with their hair. It's just the way I am. It's I'm very physical. I pet my cats. I just love on people. And I remember in high school being called weird or gay because I would hug and kiss on my female friends. And I, w- I just looked at people like, isn't this normal? I mean, don't you guys love your people? But anyway, again, that was me thinking that that was normal and that everybody was this way. And that's kind of when I started to realize, gosh, we all all do things so differently. So the second one would be words of affirmation. And what that means is we tell people what we think of them. We tell them how great they are, how pretty they are, how ambitious they are, how proud we are of them, or they did such a great job on something. We just compliment them and love them up with words. And we, excuse me, and we tell them we love them and we express our hearts to them and we're vulnerable with our words. So that would be words of affirmation. I would also say I'm a very words of affirmation person. I, and I've always been this way. See, that's the thing. If you look back over your life, a lot of these things are kind of built in and you know, I just like to tell people what I think of them. I like to say what I'm viewing or what I marvel in them or what inspires me about them or what I think is cool or funny or quirky or creative. Now, the third one would be gift giving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not my one. <laughs> I'm not a big gift giver. Now, of course, at Christmas and birthdays and whatever, I'll I'll do my stuff. But you know what? I just don't feel a lot of love doing that. Now, I think I might have when I was younger, 
but not so much now because I, I don't know, I think I've just morphed and changed. But it's kind of funny because what gift giving is, is I want to give you something. It's kind of like when your cat brings the little dead rodent in and brings it through the cat door into the kitchen and you're, you got a gift, you know, you're, you're gift giving and it's so happy and proud that it's giving you this gift. Okay, maybe it's not about a cat and a rodent, but you know what I'm saying. It's like, I love you so much. I'm giving you this gift. And I've thought this gift out and I planned this gift and I went to the right stores to find this gift or I made this gift. One of my daughters is a huge gift giver and she puts a lot of time into her gift gifts and I never let that get past me because I know what her heart was doing, how full it was as she was constructing this piece of art or a card. You should see these cards she makes and then she writes these beautiful books inside of them talking all about how wonderful you are. So yeah, she's words of affirmation too. So gift giving, you love to give gifts. You come home, you never come home empty handed. You find something that your partner or your kids or something like, and you just want to give gifts all the time. So just so you know, if you're my close friend and you give me a gift, I'm so grateful and I thank you, but I'm probably going to give you lots of hugs and a really pretty card with a lot of good words in it for your birthday and maybe a gift card because, <laughs> because gift giving's not my thing. The fourth one would be acts of service. Now, this is super interesting because when I look back on my life, God, that was my first husband. He was such an act of service, man. He'd clean my car out with a toothpick in the cracks and he'd just stand there so proud and how wonderful and look what I did to your car. I didn't realize that was for me. I thought he was doing that for for him because he liked, and I thanked him. I, I mean, I'm a very appreciative person, but... I didn't realize the extent of what he was doing because he was kind of a perfectionist and liked things a certain way. But I later realized, you know, that was actually him doing that for me. So acts of service is what things that we do for people. And this is a great story because my my current husband, Doug, Doug is an act of service. So one day we were talking about the five love languages and I said, well, honey, how do you think you show me that you love me? And he looked at me and he goes, well, I spray the weeds. (laughs) I was like, oh. So I had to start looking at him spraying the weeds and tending to the pool and taking care of trees. That it was actually an act of love. It wasn't preference. It wasn't a role that he, he literally feels like that's loving me, which is so great. Now, I got to tell you a little side story really quick because it's super important. One time he and I were in a disagreement. Man, it was not on the beginning end of it or the bottom end of it. But it was in the height of it. I mean, we were not happy with each other at all. Well, in the summertime here in Arizona, it gets it gets pretty hot and humid. It, certain months it's humid. And blow drying your hair can work against you because you're sweating just as much as you're blow drying your hair. I mean, your hair is drying as you're sweating at the same time and it gets miserable. Anyway, so I have this fan that I would point into the bathroom where I was blow drying my hair and we were, and I hadn't done it that day. So I was in there, I was blow drying and we were in an argument and I turn around and I see that he had moved the fan, pointed it into the bathroom and turned it on because I had not done that yet. And I 
literally sat there, and this is what I'm hoping you guys are going to get from these type of things, is to slow down your mind and pay attention. And I looked at that fan and I thought, that is him saying, I love you. You guys can be like, what? Really? Yes. That's what it looks like. And at that moment, I softened because no matter how upset we were with each other, I saw this man loves me. He loves me. Even though we're not in agreement at this moment, he loves me. This is why I wanted to share this episode with you guys on the five love languages by Gary Chapman, because it is so important to understand our love languages. Before I get into all that, let me jump to number five, which is quality time. A lot of people like quality time, which means you may not hear from them at all. And then when you do, they are with you and only you. And they want to get together. They're not talking on the phone. They're not going to send you a gift. They're not going to do these types of things. They want to get together with you. They want to, well, they might talk on the phone with you. That can be quality time, long distance. So let me scratch that. But what I'm saying is they're not going to get you a gift. They're not going to, you know, rub all over you and rub you up and scratch your head when they see you or, you know, tell you how great they are, but they are going to make an effort to spend time with you. This is such a great podcast and I hope you guys are getting a lot from this because when we understand our partners and our children and our parents and our friends, those people that are close to us, when we understand their love languages, we take it less personally when we're not getting it the way we think we are. And my gosh, I'm going to invite you to actually have a conversation with them where you share and talk about what your love languages are and, you know, even make a joke about it. I mean, healing and empowerment, you guys, doesn't have to be serious. It's actually fun. You can say, you know, I make jokes about Doug, you know, squirting the weeds now. I'm like, oh, look, he's out there loving me right now. (laughs) It's fun. Talk to your people so you know what they're doing, what you know their intentions are, how you know that they are loving you. Now, the book will go on and explain this more if you guys are interested in this book, but it's also about learning to speak their language too, so that they understand your love coming to them as well. It's really interesting. We can so miss the mark with each other if we're not in tune with each other's love language. Alrighty, you guys, I hope you got a lot from this podcast today, this episode, and I surely hope that you send me an email with any questions, comments at Kristen at sweetempowerment.com. And you know, my favorite thing is when you jump over to iTunes and leave me a five-star rating and review. I would love to read yours on the air. All right, everybody, until next time, take really good care. Remember, you matter. <music>